Hello everyone, welcome to RLCC Radio, where you can grow in your faith together with others by listening to our daily devotionals, sermons, and other audio broadcasts. Feel free to share this tool with others. Also, join us every day as we explore God's truth together. Let's dive in. Heartbeat. Okay, Heartbeat ang title ng series natin at uh, Becoming a Person After God's Own Heart. Yun po yung pinaka-tagline natin. And uh, you know, JV, di ba? Hindi naman siguro uh, lingit sa kaalaman mo. Uh, recently, marami mga scandals talaga eh. No? Marami na babalita na, alam mo yun, mga, mga leaders na na-involve sa mga controversies, kanya, mga church leaders, pastors na nag-step down o natatanggal because uh, may mga nagagawang hindi kanais-nais. Uh, as well as, uh, you know, isang mga prominent Christian artist. Ano? Ikaw ba nasusundan mo yon Mga kilala, mga sikat, no? Na mga dati mga worship leaders na biglang mag-a-announce na hindi na raw sila Christian. <laughs> no? So, maraming mga ganyang, ano, na, na sisira yung ating uh, patotoo, yung testimony natin. And uh, it makes it harder for us to share our faith uh, sa mga tao yeah. sa mundong ito. No? Dahil doon sa mga ganong balita. Of course, siyempre, hindi naman natin pinagkakaila. No? Kung may mga ganun naman talaga, kailangan natin harapin. But uh, nevertheless, di ba, hindi, hindi rin talaga, ano, you know, uh, nobody uh, can say na wow, wala yan, wala epekto sa atin. Yan. Merong effect, may effect talaga sa atin. Right, GV? Di ba? Any comment yeah. on that? Uh, meron ako, Pastor, isang ano, Um, isang ta ano ta author siya ng libro. Tapos talagang mm-hmm. pagdating sa love life nung nung panahon ko ah. Well, mm-hmm. <laughs> medyo mas oh, bata pa yeah. ako. Ano Sikat talagang ano yun? yun. Oh. Oo, tapos yung 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 relationship na talagang something na talagang ina-aspire mo to have pag kinukuwento mm-hmm. niya. Tapos parang mm-hmm. last year yata nag-announce siya na parang i-divorce niya ang asawa niya. So sa akin, personally, wow. alam mo yun, as someone who's following yung ano yung pangatinduturo niya parang it's hurtful mm-hmm. for me na alam mo yun na bigla magme-make ng decision na yun that's true that's mm-hmm. true and uh, we won't deny it uh, those of you who are watching and listening kung nakakabalita kayo ng ganyan i'm sure uh discourage yan and maybe you also have questions in your minds but anyway this month i want to talk about yung ano actually iniisip ko nga anong umpisa parang ano kaya pag-usapan natin to sa puso ano di ba kasi <laughs> diba? But uh, as I was praying, no, and the Lord led me na, yun nga, pag-usapan yung puso, pero hindi lang basta puso, no? Kundi yung heart na may kinalaman sa Panginoon, no? Heart for God, no? And uh, that's what I want to talk about. Kasi right now, uh, I do believe na ang kailangan ngayon in the church and in the body of Christ na mas marami sana sa atin ang merong pusong ganito that we have mm. a heart for God, no? And so, itong buwan na to, we want to talk about that, we want to find out paano ba yun. And uh, of course, we have to start with the question, you know, what does it mean, di ba? Doon so, tayo mag-uumpisa. Mm. And uh, I want us to, you know, just learn from the Bible. Dapat maging from the Bible lagi ang ating mindset kasi 
pag ano usap-usap lang tayo no haka-haka lang tayo we can easily be misled and i pray na kayong mga nanonood would really devote yourself na lang sa taong itong 2022 to grow in the knowledge of God's truth kasi alam nyo, dahil nga sa pandemic eh, no a lot of us are alam mo yon emotionally nati-trigger tayo and without the foundation of the word of God guiding us it is so easy na you know na madala ka lang ng emotion mo iko ng mga nangyayari sa paligid mo right JV what do you think Yes po, agree po ako doon, Pastor, na may mga tao nga right now na I've been talking to who ano, feels discouraged na talagang ano, yung talagang ipurso pa kung ano yung relationship nila or to have the heart of God. Kasi basically, yeah. parang pakiramdam nila all throughout this pandemic season, parang failure sila, wala silang nagawa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's why itong uh, sermon series natin ito, I believe would really encourage everyone. You know? So let's have an open heart. Okay, makinig tayo sa Panginoon. So manalangin tayo ngayon, JV, and everyone who are watching, uh, join us as we pray and ask the Lord sa uh, sermon natin ngayon at uh, sa buong buwan. No? So let's uh, close our eyes and bow our heads wherever you might be. Sa makay naroon, uh, truly the wonderful thing about uh, what's going on right now is wala nang boundaries uh, wherever we are, and which is good because the Lord is Spirit. And He desires for us to come to Him in spirit and in truth. Amen. So, Heavenly Father, salamat po uh, for this opportunity to come together. We do not set aside or minimize the grace of God just because online ito. We are fully confident dun sa promise mo na when two or more are gathered together in your name, there you are in the midst of them. So, right now, we are more than two. And even though we don't see each other face to face, we do believe that your presence and your Holy Spirit is right now with us. So as we begin itong series na ito, Panginoon, entitled Heartbeat, dalangin ko po, Lord, na you would speak to us and that you would help us to really see na itong having a heart for God is something na we should desire and we can have and we can experience. So tulungan nyo kami, Panginoon, guide us, and kung ano man yung mga misunderstanding namin, Lord, renew our hearts and minds. And by the grace of God, gabayan mo kami through this journey. Salamat po, Panginoon, in Jesus' name. And all of you say Amen. Amen. Amen and Amen. Alright. So let's talk about itong bagay na to, yung heart for God. And let's begin with that question. Uh, what does it mean ba? Kasi before we pursue yung becoming a person after God's own heart. Kailangan, maintindihan mo na natin what it means, okay? Uh, and um, of course, uh, Acts 13 verse 22, nandito yung pinaka-classic text, you know, uh, referring to King David. Sabi ginito sa verse nito, after removing Saul, si King Saul yon hindi yung si Paul yun, ano? si Saul yon yung original sa Old Testament. After removing Saul, he made David their king and God testified concerning him. Now imagine mo uh, JV, no? Si mismo si Lord ah, kumbaga nagsi-shout out, no? Siya mismo yung nagsasabi, okay? God testified concerning him. I have found, no, David, son of Jesse, okay? A man after my own heart. Now, very important 'yon. I have found. Ibig sabihin it was a period of time nung na-reveal, no? 
na si David talaga was that kind of person, no? After God's own heart, no? He would do everything I want him to do. So yung expression na a man after my own heart, jan galing yan eh, okay? Uh, in re refer jan, I see David. However, we need to understand the context, no? Kaya maintindihan natin yung context. Ang unang-una sa lahat, okay? Nandun yung context sa mismong verse, sabi niya, after removing soul, Okay? And then, yung susunod na sinasabi doon, He will do everything I want Him to do. Those are very important uh, information. Mga information importante yan. Because David became a person after God's own heart, after removing Saul, and because he was willing to do everything the mm -hmm. Lord wants him to do. So, maunawaan lang natin yung concept ng God's, uh, you know, I mean, a person after God's own heart. Maunawaan lang natin yan. Not just by looking at David, but also looking at Saul. Mm -hmm. Kaya dito sa series natin ito, we're not just going to look at the life of David. Kasi if we only look at the life of David, hindi natin maunawaan yung, ika nga, yung irony or yung comparison niya with Saul. And so it's so important to do that. Kaya, Again, no, another verse na kailangan natin tingnan, yung may kinalaman sa kay David, yung how he became the king of Israel. Okay? And um, in this passage of 1 Samuel 16, we find this verse na often kinukote ng mga tao, but often misunderstood. Sabi nga nito dito, but the Lord said to Samuel, no, kasi uh, si Saul was removed, no, that he was uh, basically uh, ika nga, um, ano yun? Parang tinanggalan siya ng karapatan, you know, to, to be the ruler of Israel. So, after that, sinabihan niya si Samuel na mag anoint ng bago. Pero sabi nga nito, mm -hmm. but the Lord said to Samuel, kasi pinresenta yung mga anak ni Jesse. Are you familiar with that story, JV? Nabasa mo yes, na ba yan? Yes, very familiar. Yeah, okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, pinresent yung mga anak ni, ano, ni Jesse. At uh, nagumpisa dun sa mga more prominent na soldier type na mga anak niya. Kasi may mga anak siya na ano, kasama sa army ni Saul. Eh, no? mm. So, pinresent yun. Okay? At sabi niya yan, sa, nung unang pinresent yung unang-unang anak, agad naisip niya no, ni Samuel, ito na yun. Kasi, itsura, ganyan. <laughs> no? Parang Ay. mukhang, ano, mukhang, uh, oh, mukhang, uh, Mandirigma. Siguro palbasarado. Oo, parang Marvel ang dating siguro, di ba? Parang Captain America ang dating. Parang Jason Momoa, ganun. Oo, right. So, sabi ni Lord, Do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Ayan. So, yung passage na yan is often understood as referring to David. Diba? Siguro, ikaw rin, JV, diba? Pag binasa mo yan, parang iniisip, ah, si David yun, you know? But the context actually is referring to something na maaaring hindi natin napapansin dun sa overall pag binasa mo yung passage. He's actually not referring to David. David has not yet appeared in the scene. Okay? David has yet to come into the picture. Okay? And then his his story would unfold, and as we will discover, you know, uh, si David also has a lot of flaws. Kasi ang kala ng mga tao, nung sinabi ito na people look, look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart, parang ibig sabihin, 
si si Saul, you know, di maganda yung character. And then si David, mas okay ang character. But actually, if you re, re, ano, look at the story carefully, okay, uh, si, si Saul, okay, totoo, talagang may yung character niya, may mga flaws siya. But he was called to be the king even though meron siyang ganun. Mm. Okay? And si David din, meron din siya mga flaws. Eh. Actually, hindi hala siguro obvious ka mga tao kasi naka, alam mo yun, naka parang kabaga sa kabayo, meron ka ng takip sa <laughs> dalawa sa mata mo, eh, no? parang na set na yung ano mo isip mo na si David mas mabait na tao yan. but if you read the story very carefully no sa first Samuel David had a lot of character flaws ang ibig ko sabihin both of them were called by God into leadership no tinawag sila ng Panginoon to serve him as ruler of Israel hindi dahil mababait silang tao uh, both of them uh, were called by God by his grace and you see uh, JV no Ang pagtawag ng Panginoon kahit kanino is not because mabait tayo. It's because of the grace and mercy of God. Okay? But it doesn't mean hindi importante ang karakter natin because after tayo tawagin ni Lord sa kahit anong bagay, yung karakter natin can make or break yung ating uh, ikanga ako uh, naman yung pinagagawa sa atin ng Panginoon. In other words, character becomes a crucial matter Pag nandoon na tayo, we're, we're basically doing what God wants us to do. Uh, so, pag yung character natin, pinabayaan natin, that will be our downfall. Can you understand that point, JV? Yes po, Pastor. Um, parang I remember you, galing yata sa inyo to. Uh, parang mm-hmm. yung, ang, ang nagdadala kay Lord sa, ano, sa leadership position, are, ano, Ay, yung... Hindi, nagdadala sa tao. Nagdadala, nagdadala sa tao. Sa tao. Uh, is yung yeah. obedience nila kay Lord. Yung yes or no, yung yes nila... doon sa calling ni Lord. Pero what maintains them doon sa position na yon is their character. Yeah, well, let me let me just clarify yung sinasabi mo. No, mm-hmm. What brings any one of us into you know, a situation kung saan pwede tayo magamit ng Panginoon is not, not even our yes or no. Eh. It's the grace of God. Naintindihan mo? We, you mm-hmm. are brought into a situation kung saan you are going to experience you know the the power the presence the purpose of god not because you know nag yes ka or mabait ka or whatever it's really because of god's mercy and grace sa iyo na binigyan kanya ng ganung opportunity now if you can understand that marerealize mo na no na pag ikaw ay nasa christian life it's all by grace pag ikaw ay nasa ministry it's all by grace Hindi dahil ang bait mo kaya ka nasa ministry, no? Hindi yun kasi uh, kasi maano ka, masunurin ka kaya ka nasa. Hindi, hindi yun ang dahilan. You are, for example, ikaw, GV, you are in internship, you are in leadership, not because mabait ka, not because nag-yes ka, but because of the grace and mercy of God. Now, however, doon sa buhay mo, as you are serving the Lord, if you don't take care of your character, that will be your downfall. Do you now understand? Yes po, Pastor. Which brings me to the question, Pastor, hmm. na ano, na kasi as I talk to people, some of them niya, they do feel na they are not qualified na parang, ano, if you give them the opportunity, the Lord open them the opportunity to be part ng ministry niya or di kaya to, to serve yung mga kasamahan nila, they, they most likely to say no kasi pakiramdam nila, ay, kaya ko ba yan? Ay, parang pakiramdam ko, hindi naman ako ano, palpak ako, or um, mm-hmm. di, hindi ako ganitong klaseng tao. What can we say yeah. to these people, Pastor? 
as an encouragement. Yeah, thank you for that. No one, now listen carefully kayo mga nanonood, no one is ever qualified for the things of God. No one. Walang sino man sa atin can say, Oh God, siguro uh, karapat dapat ako dyan. Or sige nito, karapat dapat kasi magaling yan. No one. No one is karapat dapat. Nobody. Okay? Lahat tayo, we are where we are right now simply because of the grace of God. Now, I'm not saying of course na pag ikaw ay nagkamali ka while well, you're there na, you know, bigla ka nalang tatanggalin. Because si David, ganun eh. Marami siyang mga pagkakamali as you well know. In fact, that's yung nga pag-aaralan natin, di ba? Remember si David, di ba, nag-commit ng, ano, ng adultery kay Bathsheba, no? Mm. But, uh, you know, kahit na nagawa niya yung mga ganun, and he even killed some people, and, you know, si David, maraming asawa, hindi pa nakontento sa iisay. So, di ba? So, madaling salita, si David was not the kind of person na masahibo, ah, deserving si David to become the king. Hindi. No? Now, I want to explore this further para maunawaan natin. Kasi sinabi ni dito sa verse na to, do not consider his appearance, no? Or his height. Ng dalawang bagay, do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. Now, this is something na parang pag binasa mo to, na hindi mo masyadong pinansin. Parang hindi mo lang masyadong bibigyan ng importansya, di ba? Basta na ikaw GB binasa mo siguro yan. Do not consider his appearance or his height, di ba? But actually, it's a, you know, it's an intentional way of uh, highlighting something na sa ordinaryong reader if you remember kasi kasi uh, in the in the uh, in the bible ang mga tao wala sila nung mga yung pwedeng gamitin katulad ngayon di ba pag mayro kang gustong i-emphasize pwede mo i-bold eh, sa text eh, di ba pwede kang i-pwede mo i-underline okay so sa bible kasi para may focus ng writer yung isip mo sa isang bagay nire-repeat niya yung terms and ang intention niya diyan is i-relate mo no do sa mga nauna niya na sinabi. So let's look at this, ano? First uh, Samuel chapter 9 earlier nung tinawag si ano si Saul. Kish had a son, hindi si Kish ito ah, yung anak ni PJ, no? <laughs> Kish had a son <laughs> named Saul as handsome a young man as could be. Okay? So yun sinasabi do sa first Samuel 16 eh. Diba? Don't look at the appearance. You know? So in other words, si Saul was handsome as a, a young man could be. So siguro kamukha mo yan, GV, diba? Uh, anywhere in Israel. And he was, tinan mo to, a head taller than anyone else. Notice mo yun? A head taller than anyone else. In other words, sabi ni Jesus, sabi, sabi ni Lord palaki Samuel, huwag ka mag-focus sa appearance at sa height. Do you follow? Mm. Mm. Okay, so in other words, he is actually talking to Samuel and Samuel was basically having a problem in trying to deal with what happened to Saul kasi he has been thinking na si Saul, he was the man eh. he was deserving to be the ruler, bakit nagkaganon? And so sabi ng Panginoon kay Samuel, do not look at the appearance, then do not look at the height, no? Sabi niya, people look at the outward appearance, pero sabi niya, I look at the heart. Ang tinutukoy niya doon, si Saul. Okay? Saul was a person na makisig, mandirigma, you know, matangkad, parang si Lebron, di ba? Matangkad, okay? And then, ganito pa sabi sa chapter 10, verse 23. They ran and brought him out. Kasi alam mo, nung i-declare ng na king si Saul, nagtago siya doon sa mga bagahe. No? Ewan ko paano ginawa yun. Takat-takad mo, nagtago ka sa bagahe, okay? Nagtago siya sa bagahe, no? 
And then, nung nilabas na siya, as he stood among the people, he was a head taller than any of the others. So you see, you know, yung, yung, yung height sa kayong appearance is not about David. Eh. It's about Saul. Okay? And then, mm -hmm. dito sa last verse ng chapter 15, verse 35, bago dumating si chapter 16, sabi, Until the day Samuel died, he did not go to see Saul again, though Samuel mourned for him. In other words, nagluluksa si ano, Saul. Yung context ng chapter 16, depressed si Samuel. He was basically feeling like a failure kasi tinayaan niya yung ano niya, reputasyon niya kay Saul. Eh. Si Saul yung kanyang protege. Eh si Saul nag-fail. Okay? Kaya doon sa chapter 16 verse 1, The Lord said to Samuel, How long will you mourn for Saul? Since I have rejected him as king over Israel. So you see, you know, context. Eh. Si Samuel was basically mourning and having a problem dealing with the reality na titong si Saul na supposed to be pogi, matangkad, you know, head taller, warrior type, nag-fail no? sa kanyang ano, uh, tungkulin, uh, sa kanyang role bilang ruler. And he was basically ano uh, removed from that position and si Samuel felt really parang bakit gano'n? ano nangyari and so no naghahanap na siya ng kapalit para kay Saul nandoon pa rin yung mindset niya nakatingin pa rin siya sa height at kumpogi kaya no nakita niya yung unang anak niya no ni uh, Samuel sabi niya ito na siguro kasi pogi rin to matangkad dito eh <laughs> okay and so the lord told him hindi you don't look at the appearance no in other words ang point ang yung point ng ibig sabihin no one is called to do anything in the kingdom of God dahil pogi sila, matangkad sila, magaling sila magsalita or anything na masasabi mo parang external sa kanila. It is all by the grace of God. Tinawag si Saul by the grace of God. Tinawag si David by the grace of God. Do you follow me? Do you understand what yes, I'm saying? Yes, po. Naalala okay. ko, Pastor, ano, si Craig Rochelle. Sabi niya, si Lord naman, ano, yung gumagamit siya ng mga pogi, gumagamit siya ng mga matatangkad. <laughs> Pero si si Lord expert sa paggamit ng idiots. Yung yung yung, 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 yung mahihina, yung mga weak, yung pakiramdam nila. Uh, yeah. Wala silang ano. Uh. So, let me encourage everyone who are watching, no? Kasi alam mo tayo, tayo may tendency tayo na ganyan, di ba? Kahit ngayon eh, di ba? Iniisip natin ang gagamitin ni Lord yung di ba? Maganda itsura, ano, you know, magaling ang postura, magaling magsalita, you know. So, when we look at ourselves in the mirror, Ano mangyayari, di ba? Sasabihin natin parang, hindi ako galing magsalita eh. Ay, hindi naman ako confident tulad ni JV. Ay, hindi naman ako galing. So, we would actually disqualify ourselves, but again, I would repeat myself, okay? No one is qualified to do anything in the kingdom of God. Uh, no one is pre-qualified. Wala tayong parang pwedeng ilagay sa sa table at sabihin, okay lang, kumbaga, nag-apply ka ng trabaho, parang, oh, tanggapin niyo ako kasi ito yung mga qualifications ko, ito yung biodata ko. Wala akong may pe-present kay Lord. Because all of us are simply brought into the kingdom of God and the work that God wants us to do by His grace alone. I hope naintindihan ng lahat yan na nakikinig. That's why, ito ang dahilan why si Saul, when he was unfaithful, at ganun din si David later, ito ang dahilan bakit nung sila ay i-rebuke na, laging ibinabalik sa kanila the fact that they were cold even though they were unworthy. You follow? Yes po. Yeah. So, so this is... Magiging a... parang... Uh -oh. 
Thanks ko pastor, this is an encouragement kasi during this pandemic season, it's so easy for us to compare ourselves sa mga tao na ikita natin. Syempre kasi mostly online eh. Diba? And right. when we mm. uh, ang galing nila or di kaya ang ganda naman ng buhay nila, ano, mm. it brings us to a position na parang taken, di naman ako katulad nila. So, hindi ko na magagawa mm. yung mga bagay na yan. So, that that reminder is a great help to everyone na kasama natin Amen. ngayon or manunood ng replay mm. na ano, na wala naman talagang qualify. Grace talaga yeah. din oh. na Kaya nga, tayo, very important yung gratitude, crucial yan sa buhay natin. Yung gratitude. Kasi pag alam mo na it's all by the grace of God, kaya kanarian sa kono mo yung kinalalagyan mo, you would never be parang alam mo, prideful na. O sige, kayo na lang. O, ba? You cannot be prideful. Eh. Kasi you you are always, you are simply done because you, you know, by the grace and mercy of God. Okay? Again, I'm not saying ng character is not important, GB, no? Importante mm. ang character. After the fact, ika nga yung well, you are already serving in the ministry, kung pastor ka na, o cell leader ka, whatever, you know, character is crucial, kasi yun na magde-determine ng, ng ano mo eh, effectiveness mo, o even yung mananatili ka doon sa role na yun. Kaya, yung mga leaders ngayon, yung mga ganyan, na nagpo-fall, siyempre, nakakalungkot yun, pero nung tinawag sila ni Lord, it's not because magagaling sila. It's because of the grace of God. Kaya lang nakalimutan nila yun. So, yeah, let's move forward dito. So, so itong idea na to sa verse 7, yung sabi, but the Lord looks at the heart, is not about David, it's about Saul. No? Saul has become unfaithful. So, that leads us ngayon to the story of David, di ba? The heart of David. Gusto ko natin makita ngayon yung heart of David. And si David, kahit na marami siyang mga flaws, we can see three constant choices sa kanya, kahit sa, sa daming palpak niya, sa daming mga nagagawa niyang hindi tama and displeasing to the Lord. Still, at the end of his life, anong tawag sa kanya? A man after God's own heart. Now, that's an encouragement sa atin, JV. Ikaw ba, JV, nakakagawa ka ng mga mali at kapalpakan sa buhay mo? <laughs> Natatawa na lang po ako, Pastor, kasi pag iniisip ko, mas highlighted talaga ang mga kapalpakan. Ano. And Pastor, right, uh. so ko lang i-recognize to, no? these are constant choices. Hindi mm-hmm. ibig sabihin na parang ginawa mo tong choice na to one time, ano, parang okay na. <laughs> These are parang yeah, daily oh. na pwede natin gawin. Yeah, repeated ito eh. Uh, meaning, uh, marami, nakamali siya kay Batshiba, meron siya mga nagawang hindi tama. Pero if you look at his life, makikita mo constant yun. Merong tatlong choices na lagi niya ginagawa, which is to encourage everybody, we can also be a person whose heart is after the Lord's heart, if we know these choices. And they are not so far-fetched na parang kailangan super-duper ka ng Christian, you know? But rather, this is a discipline, eh. Pinipili mo to, eh. No? So, let's look at this. Number one, okay? Si David, if you look at his life, and of course, mahaba yung kwento, di ba? We cannot look at all the verses. Pero if you look at, examine mo yung life story niya, he would always inquire regularly from the Lord. Yun ang kanyang, ano, yun ang lagi niyang ano, parang uh, karakteristik ng kanyang ano, uh, relationship with the Lord. That's why at the end of his life, ano eh, he was called a man after God's own heart. Kasi sa puso niya, lagi niyang desire is to know the will of God. Just to give you an example dito, sa first chapter, uh, first Samuel chapter 23, 9-11, just one example lang. When David learned that Saul was plotting against him, okay, kasi galit si Saul sa kanya dahil si, tinanggal na si Saul, si David ng papalit. So, uh, when David learned that Saul was plotting against, against him, he said to Abiatar, the priest, 
bring the ephod. Now, yung siyempre keyword yun eh. Pag sinabing ephod, ano yun eh? Yun yung parang, kumbaga, anong araw, yun yung ano, spiritual direction. <laughs> okay? Yung ephod. Para yung sabi, no? Oo, para mag-i-inquire ka, you know, from the Lord. So, David said, sabi niya. So, in other words, this is part of his prayer. Lord, God of Israel, your servant has heard definitely that Saul plans to come to Kayla and destroy the town on account of me. Kasi may background story yan. Ha? Pupunta si Saul doon sa Kayla kasi nabalitaan ni Saul na nagtago doon si David. So, wawasakin niya yung buong town dahil kay David. Okay? So, yun ang sitwasyon nun. Now, ganito uh, sabi niya, Will the citizens of Kayla surrender me to him? Sabi niya ganun. Will Saul come down as your servant has heard? Lord God of Israel, tell your servant. And the Lord said, He will. In other words, here's something na gusto kong malaman natin about David. David had a lot of mistakes in his life. He, hindi siya perfect character. Okay? Marami siyang mga, you know, napabayaan niya. Anak niya si Absalom, <laughs> nag-fail siya, you know. Pati relationship niya sa mga, ano niya, mga tao sa paligid niya, you know, yung mga generals niya. He was, he was not a constantly good leader. Okay? GV, can you be can you be encouraged by that? You know, he was not a perfect leader. He was not a perfect husband, nor was he a perfect father. He had a lot of faults. But there's one thing na makikita mo sa life niya. He would always seek the Lord. He would always ask for God to guide him. Now, sa panahon natin ngayon, you know, what does it mean to be a person after God's own heart? Ibig sabihin ito, kailangan matuto ka, you have to develop the discipline, you know, to inquire from the Lord, to seek guidance from the Lord, lalo na sa mga major decisions. Because I don't mean to say na, ba, pupunta ba ako sa CR? Lord, will mo ba na pumunta akong CR? You know, I don't mean that. Okay. Uh, kasi hindi naman ganun ang gusto ng Panginoon. Pero, in other words, meron tayong mga key decisions in life that would affect us and the people around us. You don't just decide on that. You know, here's an encouragement to those who are watching and listening. When you, when you are faced with something significant, let's say uh, you're going to enter into a relationship, o kaya yung relationship mo, ili-level up mo na, mag engage ka na, ganyan. Di ba? In other words, engagement na. No? Or papasok ka sa isang klase ng trabaho or ministry. You seek the Lord. This is not something na basta ginagawa mo lang basta-basta. No? O kaya mag step down ka sa ministry. O kaya aalis ka. These are major decisions. Hindi mo basta pwedeng ang pagbasihan mo lang ay feelings mo. You have to inquire from the Lord. And isang palatandaan ng maturity is sa, sa isang tao, no? is kapag naharap siya sa mga key decisions in life, hindi siya basta nagde-decide, lalo na pag siya emotionally upset. Do you follow me, JV? Yes, Pop. He's willing to take the time to hear from God. And this is the problem right now sa mundo natin. A lot of uh, Christians live their lives, okay, on the one hand, sabihin nila, Lord, you are the King, you are the Lord. Pero in terms of yung life nila, they do not depend upon God to guide them. In other words, they are autonomous. They are independent. No? Gumagawa sila ng mga diskarte nila ng, kanya, kanya, ng sarili nilang wisdom and, you know, uh, Minsan, you know, minsan, may, may mga tao nga magtatanong sa akin, Pastor, anong tingin mo sa ganyan-ganyan? Pero actually, dinecide na nila. No? Kunyari, nagtatanong sila sa akin, pero meron ng decision. <laughs> Or mga tao who enter into a relationship. O kaya, they, they leave a certain situation na kasi nagalit sila, na-upset sila. They don't inquire from God. So, you see, Anyone, kahit sino sa atin, can have a heart after God's own heart. If we will learn to develop yung ganong klaseng choice na 
every time I'm faced with something important and significant, I, I just don't go ahead. I inquire from the Lord. And I do so regularly. And I do not do anything unless I can be certain in my heart, my peace ako, that that is the will of God for my life. Any comments, Yvi? Yeah, and I ano to pastor, I feel this one kasi um sa sa work may mga ano eh nag-o-open ngayon ng promotions and may may ano sa akin lagi na parang po oh, apply ka na kagad, ilang araw na lang sasarado na. Eh. Mm-hmm. Pero it's mm-hmm. always a question of teka lang, if I chose na ano to apply for this promotion, what would it be? Uh, well, ano para tumakaapekto sa ministry especially nagii-intern ako. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. ano it's it's a uh, ano it's a choice to pause tapos talagang isipin mo na how would it affect hindi lang yung yung alam mo yon yung kagandahan ng kukunin mong opportunity hmm. pero at the same time pero di ba o mayro mas mataas ang sweldo yeah mm-hmm. ang, ang ang ano ko dito pastor syempre kasi it's not something na ano eh na sinabi nyo nga dapat ma-develop siya so hindi mm-hmm. siya parang automatic na parang nagagawa ka agad how can a certain person develop to ano to inquire the Lord regularly most especially pag may mga decision malalaki sa buhay mo. Yeah, that, that's good. Tinanong mo 'yan. Kasi nga sabi ko sa iyo, none of us are called into anything in God's kingdom mm-hmm. dahil ano ka, deserving ka. All of us are called into uh ministry or whatever or you know, 'di ba? Lahat yan by grace, eh, 'di ba? And so because we know that, you know, very important na unang-una, hindi tayo dapat may insecure because nandiyan tayo sa kinalalagyan natin by the mercies of God. Right, GV? So, nandiyan, nandiyan ka, nandiyan ako. No? So, whenever you are making choices, because alam mo, nakadepend ka sa grace of God, you just don't do things on your own. Eh. So, siyempre, it takes a while para maging, ano mo yan, eh, parang bahagi ng lifestyle mo, yung mag inquire sa Panginoon. And by the way, you know, si Saul nag-inquire din siya from the Lord. Eh, pero iba ang kanyang motibo. Eh. He inquired from the Lord para ma-justify niya yung decision niya. You know what I'm saying? And we'll look at that. Diba? Si Saul kasi, he, he was inquiring also from the Lord, pero set na yung heart niya, set na yung mind niya sa gusto niyang gawin. So mm. si David, hindi. Si David was open-ended and saying, Lord, ano ba ang gagawin ko rito sa sitwasyon na to? He was willing to inquire. So concerning your question, you know, I, I would recommend na siyempre, unti-unti, when we are faced, lalo na ngayon, kunyari, as I speak, baka some of you are faced with some major decisions, Siguro, okay, yung meron kang relationship, uh, i-level up mo na yan, mag engage na kayo kasi magbabalak na kayo, mag-settle down. That requires discernment, di ba? Uh, nasa ministry ka, you know, uh, you know, meron kang papasukin, that requires discernment, o kaya meron kang aalisan, that requires discernment, mag yes ka, mag ka, that requires discernment. Eh. Again, not everything sa buhay natin, di ba, DGV? Huwag naman tayo maging ma-paralyze na. Okay, Uh, kakain ba ako ngayon o hindi? Let's discern from the Lord. Huwag naman ganun. Sobra namang ano yan. Masyadong legalistic yan. But major items sa buhay mo, learn to develop. Kasi ganyan ang, ganyan ang itsura ng isang tao who is after the Lord's heart. Now, let's proceed. Another characteristic ni David no, that is makikita mo sa life niya is that he, listen, he listens closely sa kanyang conscience. And that's what we should do also. Listen closely to your conscience. Now, pag ikaw ay nasa Panginoon na, yung conscience mo nabubuhay na yan eh. Okay? In other words, pag wala ka sa Panginoon, you have a conscience that is darkened and hard and uh, unyielding. Pero ang isang parang benepisyo ng pagpasok sa Panginoon, yung pag-surrender ng buhay mo sa Panginoon, is that God restores the function of your conscience. Okay? 
Yung conscience mo is that God-given capacity sa iyo ng Panginoon for you to be aware, no? Diyan sa guts mo, sa yung pagkatao sa soul mo, that something may not be right, no? Ang, means, ang tawag ng mga tao who are, who are more advanced in the spiritual life, tawag nila dyan, desolation, you know? Pag na-desolate ka, in other words, there's something na hindi tama, you can feel it in your gut. Now, see, David it was is also like that, no? Pag tinignan mo yung life niya. Again, there are many examples, but I just want to highlight one. First Samuel 24, verses 3 to 7. He came to the ship pens along the way. A cave was there, sabi ganyan. And Saul went in to relieve himself. So, hindi na natin pag-uusapan. Ano, nabig sabihin ng relieve, you know? So, <laughs> uh, doon siya sa kweba. And David and his men were far back in the cave. So, here's the situation. Inahabol si David ni Saul. Papatayin siya ni Saul. And uh, kataon na sa cave sila, doon sila sa bandang ano, loob ng cave. And then si Saul pumasok doon sa loob ng cave para gawin yung dapat niyang gawin. Kasi wala pa naman mga CR nung araw. So doon lang sa cave pwede. Okay. Now, verse 4. The men said, This is the day that the Lord spoke of when He said to you, I will give your enemy into your hands. Sabi niya ganyan. Nag-quote sila ng word of God. I will give your enemy into your hands for you, for you to deal with as you wish. So yung mga kasamahan ni ni David, siyempre, in-encourage siya. David, ito na yung pagkakataon mo, di ba? Makaka-resback ka na dito kay Saul kasi, you know, he has given Saul into your hand. Then David crept up, unnoticed, and cut off a corner of Saul's robe. Okay? So, ang ginawa niya, pinupumutol lang siya, you know? Ayan ang, ang, kapirang gaya mo, kung ma-imagine ko kung anong scenario yun, di ba? Kaya yung picture dati in your mind, ano? Nag-re-relieve si Saul, you know? <laughs> Tapos may gumugupit doon sa kanyang robe, sa likod, you know? Siyempre, madilim yun, di ba? Madilim yung lugar, eh, di ba? So, this is a funny, ano, you know, funny, funny story to, you know? But anyway, sabi sa verse 5, Afterward, David was conscience-stricken for having cut off a corner of his robe, you no? Know? He said to his men, The Lord forbid that I should do such a thing to my master, the Lord's anointed, or lay my hand on him, for he is the anointed of the Lord. And this is a, this is a, ano, amazing kasi sinabi na ng Panginoon na si David ang magsasaksid. Eh, diba? So sa isang tao na sa kagaya ni David, parang it's so easy for him to say na, well, you know, ako na ipinili ni Lord, so wala ka na, alis ka na dyan. Diba? Uh, you know, pero nire-respeto niya kung sino yung nilagay ni Lord habang di pa siya nilalagay ni Lord doon sa posisyon na yun. Do you follow me? Uh, you know, uh, right now sa, sa mga political discussions, nakaririnig ko yung mga tao, parang ano sila eh. Kung magsalita sila sa mga sa ganitong mga bagay, parang, you know, ganun sila kasure sa mga bagay-bagay. But they don't understand na ang tao kasi nilalagay ni Lord dyan eh, no? sa isang posisyon o pwesto. Uh, by His grace and mercy. Pero anyway, sabi sa verse 7 ganito, With these words, David sharply rebuked his men and did not allow them to attack Saul. Now, meron siyang opportunity to do that eh. Pero hindi niya ginawa yun. And Saul left the cave and went his way. Okay, so, here's the story. Ang point dito ganito eh, di ba? Uh, how do you develop a heart that is after God's own heart? Nakikinig ka dapat sa conscience mo eh. Or nakikinig ka dapat sa movements of your soul, as I would uh, refer to that right now, no? sa ano natin, sa journey natin as a church. You listen to, you know, kung meron kang desolation or consolation, and you try to discern kung ano yung nararandaman mo na yan. Here's the, here's the problem kasi ng mga tao, no? na kaya nalalayo sila sa Panginoon, nakakagawa sila ng mga bagay that are not pleasing to God. 
Ano kasi sila eh, either sobra silang busy, uh, sobra silang out of focus, na minsan nagsha-shoutout na ang Panginoon within their hearts, pero hindi pa rin sila nakikinig. Okay? Minsan nararamdaman nila na, alam mo yun, kasi pag may ginagawa ka that is not according to God's will, magre-react yung soul mo eh. No? Yung Holy Spirit mo actually will speak, the Holy Spirit within you will speak to you, na hindi tama yung tinatahak mo. And that's why wala kang peace eh. You understand that, GV? Yes, Hindi ka bibigyan ni Lord ng, ng peace doon sa gusto mong gawin. Eh. And that's why, ewan ko, yung mga tao kasi minsan, pag meron na set na yung heart nila sa isang bagay, meron silang gustong gawin, wala silang peace, tutuloy pa rin nila yun. Imbis na makinig sila. No? So let me just speak to everyone listening right now and watching. Hindi naman mahirap magkaroon ng heart after God's own heart. Eh. Kailangan matuto ka lang makinig. And if the Lord is speaking to your heart and telling you na hindi tama yung ginagawa mo, you should learn how to listen. Okay? And you should mm. learn how to acknowledge yun. Okay, JV, you want to say something? Or maybe yeah. ask a question? Ako pa sa riniisip ko, ano eh, dumating din si David sa time, sa point ng life niya na, ano, na may ginawa siyang mali, tapos for some time di rin siya nakinig. Doon sa mm-hmm. concession niya. That's the time nung pinapatay niya yung asawa niya, but she, but, tapos parang, Right. Ano lang. Mm. Tapos naisip ko din, totoo din siya sa karamihan ng ano, ng nangyayari sa mga Kristiyano ngayon na alam mo yon, may mga nangyayari na sa life nila na mali and they have decided mm-hmm. on it. Pero they still choose not to listen or di ko alam naririnig pa ba nila. Ano ano ba ano ba nangyayari doon, Pastor? Yeah. Kasi ang ang conscience eh, pag lagi mong ano yan, you know, in other words, uh, kung meron kasi wala kang peace, ano? Tapos lagi mo siyang sinise, ano, sinusupress. Okay? Darating ang panahon, magiging dead conscience yan eh. Okay? It, there will come a point in time sa life mo na hindi mo na maririnig yung conscience mo eh. Kasi you're always suppressing it. No? Kaya nga, ang isang karakteristik ng isang tao na, you know, na may puso para sa Panginoon, ano yun, soft ang conscience niya eh. Soft. Ibig sabihin, Maaring for a while, you know, ina-harden mo yung pero, uh, you know, katulad na nangyari kay David, gaya na sinabi mo, di ba? Sa umpisa, parang ina-harden niya yung heart niya, pero when he was confronted, no, by Nathan, he recognized, ano, na mali siya, no? And that's why yung pagiging repentant, ano yan, eh, susi yan sa pagkakaroon ng heart for God. We'll talk about that sa third Sunday natin, di, ano, GV. Kasi mm-hmm. uh, repentance is one of those key manifestations, eh of a heart for God. Pero at this point, gusto ko lang sabihin, you and I can develop a heart for God kung willing lang tayo na makinig, no? Sa conscience natin, or in other words, sa movements of our soul. Pag wala kang peace sa isang bagay, huwag mo tigasan yung puso mo. Huwag mo ituloy. Okay? At the very least, humingi ka ng discernment or counseling. That's why, you know, I'm telling people na if you want to uh, if you need that kind, available ang mga pastors for spiritual counseling and direction, you know. Para hindi yung pumasok ka na, ginawa mo na yung gagawin mo, and then uh, suffer mo na yung consequences, saka ka pala magtatanong. You know? Saka mo pala sasabihin, tama ba yung ginawa ko? Maybe it's too late. And there are things that we do na minsan may regret natin, hindi na natin may babalik. You follow, mm. JV? Mm. Yes, mm. All right. So, this is an encouragement sa atin kasi... All of us can listen regularly, can inquire from the Lord, and all of us can choose to pay attention to movements of our soul. This is not something na para lang sa mga super Christians. We can all develop this. Kailangan lang talaga na 
yung nga magkaroon tayo ng gratitude sa puso natin that we are where we are by the grace of God and we will continue to be where we are by the grace of God. So, dahil doon, dapat patuloy tayo maging humble, willing to inquire regularly from the Lord, willing to listen. And then, last but not the least, is dapat we should be flexible sa mga decisions natin. No? Remain flexible in your decisions. Now, there's a, you know, there are many stories in the life of David, you know. Uh, unlike si Saul, si Saul kasi pag meron, dinicide na siya, parang dinidefend na niya, you know. Kahit na, <laughs> kahit na sinasabi na ng Panginoon sa kanya na mali yun, talagang i-defend niya, crucial example, we don't have time to look at it, yung si Jonathan, kasi pinagbawal niya yung mga sundalo niya na kumain, eh. No? Eh, si Jonathan kumain ng honey, you know. So, gagawin niya, papatayin niya anak niya si Jonathan kasi nasabi niya na eh, na bawal kumain at eh. sino mang kumain, papatayin niya. So, nung kumain si Jonathan, papatayin din niya si Jonathan. Buti na lang, nag-intervene yung mga sundalo at sinabi sa kanya, huwag mong gawin yun kasi si Jonathan was really a key person sa victory mo. So, ganun si Saul eh, parang pag meron siyang dinicide, sige, wala akong pakialam sa inyo, gagawin ko na yun. No? And si David is different. That's why isang example niya is 1 Samuel 25. Okay? And we'll just look at part of the story, verse 9 to 13. When David's men arrived, they gave uh, Nabal, you know, isa sa mga personalities, no, this message in David's name. No, Then they waited. Ibig sabihin, may mensahe kasi si David dahil si David nakikiusap, baka pwede silang bigyan ng, you know, ng suporta uh, dahil sila naman yung nagbabantay ng uh, mga flocks ni Nabal, you know. Uh, pero ganito ang nangyari sa so verse 10. Nabal answered David's servants, Who is this David? No? <laughs> Pakiko paki Who is this son of Jesse? Okay? Uh, many servants are breaking away from their masters these days. Ganyan. Sabi niya sa verse 11, Why should I take my bread and water and the meat I have slaughtered for my shearers and give it to men coming from who knows where? <laughs> Talaga insulto militar, di ba? Talaga insulto niya si David, you know? Uh, David's men turned around and went back and when they arrived, they reported every word ni Nabal kay David. And then sabi ni Nabal, David said to his men, Okay, each of you, strap on your soul. Kunin nyo na yung mga armalites nyo, kunin nyo na yung mga masingga nyo. Okay? We are going to battle. You know? So they did and David strapped his on his on as, as well. So in other words, that's what sinabi ni, ni, ni Nabal, sabi ni David, Okay? Mukhang ano to, mukhang dinedera ko nitong si Nabal. Ano? So, talapota tayo. Now, about 400 men went up with David while 200 stayed with the supply. So, yun na, papunta na siya. And dahil do sa situation na yun, na, nabalita ni Abigail yun. Si Abigail, ewan kung kilala mo yun, GV. Uh, yun yung wife ni Nabal. Okay? And uh, nung na-realize ni Abigail na ganun ang mangyayari, nalulusubin sila ni David, si Abigail took the, ano, ika nga, the initiative na magdala ng mga gifts para ma-appease yung ano, galit ni David. So pumunta siya doon para sabihin, oh, David, cool ka lang, ganito, huwag ka, mag- ka magagalit. At uh, sabi pa ni Abigail, ito ko sa asawa niya si Nabal, you know, ano na, bayaan mo na yun kasi full yun. Kasi ibig sabihin talaga ng word ng Nabal, full, you know, Nabal, full. So para hindi ka, JV, let's say may ma-encounter ka na, ano, na tao, no? ayaw mo magalit sila, sabi mo, para kasi Nabal. You know, hindi niya alam na yung ibig mo sabihin, you're a fool, okay? So anyway, uh, so, uh, sabi sa verse 22, May God deal with David, be it ever so severely, if by morning I live alive uh, one male of all who belong to him. So talagang nasa murderous intent na si David. Okay? Now, so yun nga, si, David, si Abigail went to see David para i-appease yung kanyang ano. 
uh, yung anger niya. And then sabi sa verse 32, David uh, said to Abigail, Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, who has, who has sent you today to meet me. Okay, so na-recognize ni David na si Abigail was a message from the Lord. Okay? May you be blessed for your good judgments, sabi niya, and for keeping me from, for blood, from bloodshed this day, and from avenging myself with my own hands. And then sabi niya sa verse 34, Otherwise, as surely as the Lord, the God of Israel, lives, who has kept me from harming you, if you had not come quickly to meet me, not one male belonging to Nabal uh, would have been left uh, alive by daybreak. In other words, here's the, here's the situation. Naka decision na si David, he's going to attack Nabal and all those people sa paligid niya and kill all of them. Pero God intervened and used a person. And because, you know, ganun si, si David, diba? Gaya sinabi mo kanina, sa kaso niya do kay Bathsheba, God would send somebody and he will change yung kanyang decision. No? He is flexible to change the decision. Hindi yung parang pag dinecide niya na, kahit anong mangyari, i-defend niya yung decision. Let me, let me tell you something. Maraming tao right now are like that. Pag may dinecide silang isang bagay, misang kasi pride na yan, di ba? Kahit na alam nilang mali yun, they will insist on their decision. In contrast, yung mga tao whose heart is after the Lord's heart, pag nakita nila that God was correcting their direction, they will stop and they will not pursue yung kanilang tinatahak. They will change their ways. Okay? They are the kinds of people na yan ang gagamitin ng Panginoon. Yung mga people whose heart is after the Lord's heart. Do you understand that, JV? Yes po, Pastor. And may, mas nag-make sense na yung story na ito. Kasi dati pag binabasa ko siya, ano mo yun, parang, wala, bakit di tinuloy niya David? Pero yung mm-hmm. the decision that he made, you know, is reflecting, but, you know, ano ba yung person that is after God's own heart? Uh, yeah. So, in contrast kay Saul, makikita natin ito next week. Yung, si Saul, marami. <laughs> marami siyang parang, sa ting- unang tingin mo, parang okay siya, pero pag in-examine mo, may problema si Saul talaga. So, again, both of them, si David at si Saul, were not people na exemplary characters. Marami silang mga kapalpakan. And yet, si David was called a man after God's own heart. Kasi he showed one, uh, well, rather three, di ba, constant choices sa buhay niya. So if I would summarize it, no, obedience to God reveals our true heart for God. Okay? Uh-huh. Obedience to God reveals our true heart for God. You and I, no, I mean, every day, meron tayong opportunity to develop a heart for God. If we will learn to obey the Lord. Kaya lahat kayo nakikinig, Lino, I, I hope you would take this to heart. Now, pwede ma-develop yung heart mo for God if you would just inquire from God palagi. Huwag kang independent. Huwag kang matigas ang ulo. Learn to listen to your conscience because God will speak to your own heart through the Holy Spirit. And then remain flexible sa mga decisions mo. Pag nakita mong mali ka, stop insisting do sa ginagawa mo. Repent. Turn around and say, God, show me the way. So lahat tayo, like David, can have a heart after God's own heart. Hindi man tayo perfect, hindi man tayo, you know, consistent, marami tayong mali. And again, I would say this over and over, wala sino man sa atin ang qualified. Ako, hindi ako qualified. Hindi ako. Kayo, parang inisip nyo, eh, kasi ganito ako, ganyan-ganyan ako. Stop saying that. You're not, you're not qualified. Period. No one is qualified. Okay? And we can just continue serving the Lord by His grace. So, anong pwede natin magawa? 
develop a heart for God. Now, inquire from the Lord. Listen to your conscience. Be flexible. Pag pinapakita ni Lord sa iyo na mali ka. That's how you develop a heart for God. So before we just uh, end this uh, worship time, I challenge all of you na nakikinig. You can become a person whose heart is after the Lord's heart. Okay? No no one is <laughs> parang wala wala sino ba sa atin na parang ay hindi ko kaya yan. Hindi, it's it's for everybody. For you, for me, for you GV, it's for everyone. Okay? At yan ang kailangan natin sa mundo ngayon. Yan ang kailangan natin, mga Christians, mga pastors, mga leaders, mga interns whose hearts are after the Lord's heart. They're willing to inquire from God. They're willing to listen to their conscience. They're willing to be flexible sa mga decisions nila para God can guide them. Paul has a word for that. Sabi niya, keep in step with the Spirit. Yan sabi niya. Keep in step. Yeah. yeah, let's all pray. Father, um, I know right now marami mga tao are both uh, encouraged as well as siguro na-rebuke sila you know, at the same time. Uh, yeah, that's only right. No, lahat naman kami. We all uh, need to hear this. We all need to understand. Uh, Lord, tulungan nyo nga po kami na huwag maging katulad ni Saul na hindi willing na sumunod sa iyo. So, Lord kami, uh, even though marami kaming mga mali, tulungan nyo kami, Lord, to develop a heart after your own heart. And for all those listening right now na nag-struggle sa area na yan, Lord, I know, by your grace, uh, none of us naman can actually claim na no, kaya kami naririto is dahil mababait kami mga tao. But I pray, Lord, na each of us will be grateful enough to say, Lord, i-guide mo ako. I want to have a heart after your own heart. So, tulungan mo po kami, Panginoon. Tulungan mo kami, Lord God, by your grace, na ma-implement namin itong daily choices na ito sa buhay namin. Salamat po, Panginoon. In Jesus' name. Uh, amen. And amen. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you were encouraged and edified to continue following the Lord and growing in your faith together with others. If this content helped you, consider sharing it with others. Also, if you would like to support this ministry, please visit solo.to slash rlccphil. That's solo.to slash rlccphil. See you again!